Do you come faster than 911 in a white suburb? Well, then today's podcast is for you. First, let me issue a disclaimer. This podcast is for grown-ups, so if you are under the age of 18, go get a parent's permission or some responsible adult. I am full of sex, mature content, and profanity, and I don't want to offend your little ears. Um, Welcome to the Fix Your Sex Podcast. I am your host, Amina, and today we are going to talk about hand jobs, sex magic, and controlling our orgasms. And if I have a couple questions that I have on Instagram and Facebook, I will try to address them. So yeah, let's get started. First off, um, I want to start with hand jobs because hand jobs are real. They happen. They're important to a lot of people. Trust me. I get a lot of requests for hand jobs. I don't offer hand jobs as a part of my practice per se. Um, a lingam massage is definitely, you know, hand work on a penis. A yoni massage is definitely hand work on a vagina. It is healing work. It is different. And sometimes people have orgasms from it. And sometimes people don't. I'm not orgasm driven in my work. I'm pleasure driven in my work. So um, I wanted to start with that and then just... I guess my next thing is I think hand jobs are pretty boring. I can't be the only one, but I mean, a hand job is something that we're all so capable of giving to ourselves that explicitly seeking that out from a partner and paying really high dollar because it's expensive to go to a nice place like mine and try and have someone give you a hand job. Um, it just seems like it's not as you're not getting the bang for your buck. And I, all the puns are intended there. Um, hand jobs are orgasm focused, typically. Um, not very many people give a, go get a hand job with the intention of not nutting or not coming or not orgasming in some kind of way. So um, it's it's always challenging for me when someone calls and says, I, you know, they want a hand job, they want a happy ending. Um, my sessions are just happy. They're there's they're happy from the beginning to the end. There's no happy ending. There's no sad beginning. There's no mid middle ground. That's like I don't know what's gonna happen. Well, okay, that's probably a lie. You probably don't know what's gonna happen next, and that's fine. Um, that's a part of the joy. Uh, but there is there's this infatuation right now, and it's probably been going on forever since we criminalized prostitution um, as a nation. That the next, like the legalist, the legalist, <laughs> the most close to being legal thing you could do is to go out and specifically say, all right, I'm not going to have sex. I'm married. I'm not cheating on my wife. I'm not cheating on my husband. I just want somebody to play with my genitals for a little bit. And and I can understand that. I totally relate. Sometimes it does feel good just to have somebody play with your genitals, but intention to me is so much more important than than just the play. Moving from a space where you are going to enjoy an entire experience of sensual and erotic touch is just, it's where I'm at. And everybody is not going to be where I'm at. And there are a lot of people that are well beyond where, where I am. And that's fine. But, um, but I, if you are one of the people out there in the world that just loves to get a hand job, I um, challenge you to explore what you are seeking in that hand job. Are you just seeking human touch and contact? 
Are you seeking um, loving touch, sensual touch? Are you seeking uh, danger? Because it's, it is illegal. It's kind of different. Um, it's not, you know, you, it's kind of the dark side of, of touch. And maybe that, that maybe that settles or resonates with you. Just kind of look at what, what is it that you are getting or trying to get from any sexual or erotic or sensual or tantric experience and, and let that guide where you seek it at. Because if someone's saying, I offer A, B, and C, and you're like, well, I want my D tugged on. It's probably not a good match. Um, and you're probably projecting. So I just want to start there today just because of maybe it's the cold weather. I'm not sure what it is, but the number of hand job requests have gone up um, immensely in the last couple of weeks. And I thought I would talk about it. So feel free to reach out to me and let me know why you, if you are one of those, if you're listening and you think, well, I do like to go get a hand job. I like a rub and tug. What is it about the rub and tug that you like? Are you unable to receive touch without a sexual component to it? Because that's something that's interesting. I think it's something that we should examine within ourselves. I go and get a massage um, often. I get a massage I try to get them often. I try to get them every week in my in my dream life. But sometimes, you know, it's once a month or twice a month. And as I get a massage, um, my my thought process doesn't move to my genitals. It just my pussy is there. I'm aware of it all day, every day. She makes sure that I'm aware that she's present. Um, however, when I go to get a massage. I'm so satiated, excuse me, satiated by the touch of my therapist, by the love and the nurturing. And my therapist is a very sensual therapist. Um, I, it's, you know, a, an hour long hug with deep tissue work. It's amazing. In, in fact, go see Poo Poo Lala if you haven't and you're in the Atlanta area because he's dope, but he's not, I'm not thinking about getting a hand job and he's not offering one. So, so, so there's that. Um, but I do, I I would like to, I would like to learn more about the thought process. I would like to chat with, maybe not chat. Let me rephrase that. I would like to read an email or two about what it is that, you know, what, what are you seeking? Uh, And is that a struggle that you want to address? Because it is possibly something that, that needs work. You know, if you, if every time someone touches you of the opposite gender or of the same gender, um, that you feel like you need to be sati- uh, satiated sexually, that that's that's a conversation that might be interesting t- for me to engage in. So anyway, um, again, not anti hand jobs. I'm just curious as to where you're going with them. I'm. I've touched my fair number of penises and vaginas in my life. I am not knocking a hand job. When I graduated from massage school, I did a lot of hand jobs. So I get it. Um, It's not my practice now. It's not anything I want to go back to now. So I'm just curious as to, uh, it, it wasn't something that I asked then either. It was, you know, a money offering and it was an easy task. I was very disconnected. 
Um, and I can't say that I thought very highly of the people that requested them, but that was just me. And that was the space that I was in at the time. I was young. I was in my twenties. <laughs> That's my excuse. So I just like to, you know, hear what, hear what's going through people's heads when, when they are seeking that out and, and really plant a seed to think about more like, what is it that you really want? What is it that you're really seeking? What is it that you really are missing in your life? Um, or if there's nothing missing and you just want your dick played with and that's a kink of yours, sure, by all means, just say that. I just, I'm curious. So, any hoots, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about sex magic because I've received a couple questions about it and I'm in the middle of working on a couple of curriculums for the year and I, um, yeah, I just wanted to chat about it. I really... I'm a big believer in sex magic and sex manifestation. I have a practice that I call masturbation. Um, I thought I had made it up, but I, I noticed now that more people are using it. Although I think I was the first, but don't we all? Um, and my masturbation practice is simple. I wake up in the morning. I rinse and cleanse myself of energy that I've slept with, any dreams that I've dealt with. Um Sometimes I have my coffee first. There's no set standard on that. And then I lie on the floor on my yoga mat in Supta Kavasana, um, which is a yoga position where you place your feet together and your knees are splayed out to the side. So the soles of your feet are touching and they're close to your buttocks. And I masturbate and I meditate. And I think about what I need currently. Um, I think about what what's stressing me currently and what will relieve that stress and i work to bring that energy to attract that energy into my space and that's my that's my sex magic and it manifests pretty well um i have been doing this type of work in one way or another for uh 13 years now and i haven't had an incident I have always managed to, um, you know, have enough money to pay whatever I needed to pay and, um, and I've stayed safe. I have maintained connections with my family. I have, um, just, you know, things that I've asked for have come to fruition. My lovers have opened up, um, my people that I desire to be lovers have come through um, people that I needed to connect with, I was able to connect with. And so I just think it's a really uh, amazing practice to, to have as a part of like your day-to-day life. And, and I, and I think that it's something that we should all try to incorporate. So my sex magic practice is one that is a solo practice for me. When I work with clients though, um, I provide them with the opportunity to, for some of them to also practice sex magic for them um, with my guidance. And it's amazing. It's so much fun. So um, one of the things that I do is when I have a client that has an issue, that needs some clarity, that's struggling through something, and they feel comfortable with talking to me about it. And that's really a lot of the work is, you know, getting somebody that is um, that feels comfortable 
getting somebody to the point where they feel comfortable, where they trust me enough. They trust my space. So it doesn't happen in a first session, second session. Sometimes it's, you know, six, seven sessions down the line. Most of my clients, I've, you know, I have clients I've been seeing for 10 and 11 years that, uh, you know, that they're just always by my side and I'm always by theirs. I have some that my Atlanta clients that I've been seeing since my first appointments here and they still come and And so we establish that trust. We establish those parameters of safety um, and they open up. And as they open up and I can hear what they need and we can talk about it, we can meditate on that. We could change breath patterns around where we want. Um, and so one of the things we do is we inhale a deep inhalation, hold that inhalation and think about where we're, wh- what our issue is, what our focus is. That's where that, that meditation space we find between the breath and then exhale and repeat. And throughout that time, throughout my session, I am touching them. I am massaging them. I am just pouring out all the love I can find in my heart onto the table. But they're distracted in a couple ways. They can enjoy on the inhale, on that pause, even if they don't go back to the thought completely, that pause reminds them of the thought. There are moments where there's extreme excitement and, you know, they don't feel connected to the breath at all. But there's that reminder, because when I hear that, then I breathe a little bit louder and then they go back to the breath. And it's just a fun exercise for them to really think about what they're trying to achieve, what their goal is, what their issue is, what, what they need resolution in, and and manifest all of that energy, right? Uh, an orgasm is nothing but energy. It's uh, It's... Energy in a bottle, right? It's it's you shaking up a Coca-Cola bottle and all of that energy that's in there when you open the cap squirts out or explodes out. That's an orgasm in your body. It's sexual energy that is that is comes to a point where it has to get out. It has to explode. Well, manifesting all of that energy and having it explode into a place where we need correction is the beauty of sex magic. So... Um, so yeah, that's sex magic. And it also helps to control your orgasm, which is awesome because we, <laughs> those of the, the comers might be coming too much, right? We, we have a lot of people in the sex world, folks that are coming all the time, like me, like I can come pretty easily. I can meditate myself without touching into an orgasm, um, it's really easy for me. So I have to work on controlling my orgasm. I have to work on not coming. Um, it's, you know, it's what happens when you're a goddess and you're magical. Oops, that was supposed to be off. Um, but everybody's not like that. Everybody, some people have a hard time getting to orgasm. Some people, sadly, have never even experienced an orgasm before in their entire life. Um, it's not uncommon, unfortunately, especially for women to get through life and not experience an, a, a complete and full orgasm and, um, controlling your orgasm or learning to create a space where you're just building up that sexual tension 
intensifies your ability to orgasm. So even if you're already a like regular comer, like you come, you have these amazing orgasms, you have these, you know, you, you can, you, somebody touches you and you're ready or, um, or maybe you have a dysfunction and somebody touches you and you you are exploding. You're not just ready. You're done. Like, that's it. You got, you know, maybe a minute and a half um, or less. I've seen less, I've seen way less. Um, or maybe it's, you know, 45 years. There's the range is wide, but learning to control it helps to get to a place where there are more intense orgasms, maybe your first orgasm, um, who knows, but you really get to a space where you are able to produce the energy and compress the energy and walk away from the energy. Like it's there, it's inside of you. So you create this, like this ball of greatness that exists inside of you so that when you are ready, when the time comes for you to have a sexual experience, you are, you're there. You're ready for, you're ready to receive um, someone else's energy. You're ready for those energies to collide and you're ready to orgasm. Or if you're ready to practice on yourself, when you get to the point where you say, okay, I want to now, that now I'm having an intentional orgasm. I am working towards an intentional orgasm. Then you get there um, more more deeply, more intensely. You get to work on experiencing full body orgasms. And it's just all in all a pretty amazing, amazing situation. So, um, okay. So one of the questions that... <laughs> that I got that I thought I'd share. And I'm sharing this because I have a class that is starting very shortly. Um, I'm trying to grow my practice and I'm trying to offer women the opportunity to also develop a practice. I think that um, working in Tantra has allowed me to have a certain amount of financial freedom and um, and just freedom in general, like freedom to move and freedom to stay in if I'm feeling extra introverted and or if I'm having anxiety or whatever the case may be, I can move in the space at my at my time on my time frame. And so my class that I'm starting um, that will be starting next week is for women that want to um, that are maybe interested in doing what I do. And it's an introductory class. It's four weeks, goes over some of the very basics of touch, anatomy, um, of energy and love transference, happy beginnings and endings, um, grounding, um, the breath and energy orgasm, safety and legality, and the ethics of sexual touch. So um, I'm answering this question because I think it's a it's a good question in relation to the fact that I have a class starting. And the question is, so what is a normal day at your job like um, from Roy? I'm just using first names. If you would like me to not use a first name when you ask a question, or if it's a very unique name, I probably won't use it. But Roy is pretty basic. So Roy asks, what is a normal day at my job like? There is no normal day. And that's why I love my so-called job. Um... I 
also don't really look at what I do as as work. I always say I'm unemployed. Um, I don't use the term self-employed because I don't feel like it's work, even though I get paid and that half out taxes. Um, <clears throat> but I, this is a spiritual practice for me. And my, I, my money that I receive from my clients, I, I view that as offerings for, for anyone that's trying to be healed, that those are sp- seeking spiritual healing, um, place an offering at the goddess. And that's my philosophy on my work. Um, but I get it. I know what he means. So I'm not going to harper on the semantics. Um, a normal work day varies. Some days it's, um, you know, a morning of writing blog posts and creating Instagram content, content, um, creating Facebook content and interacting with people on social media, because believe it or not, a great number of my clients come from social media. Yay. Social media. Um, so it's the, uh, some days it's a lot of that. Mondays typically are a lot of that, especially in the mornings. Monday mornings are busy. Folks have to get back to work and pretend like they really want to be there. Monday afternoons, however, um, people are over it and, but <laughs> and I'm usually pretty full. So then I go and, um, work with clients what that looks like can vary. Um, I try to see, uh, I have a target of two clients a day. I won't see more than three. So um, I've had a couple days in the last year where I've saw, seen four clients. It's just a lot. So I try not to do that. Um, when I see a client, it depends on what they want. If you've gone to my website, atltantra.com is the short version. And to shorten it, um, it's atltantra.com you will see a wide range of menu offerings. So someone may be coming for energy clearing. Someone may be coming for, the overwhelming majority are coming for a massage. And that could vary. Um, it could be therapeutic. So I still have quite a few people that want the therapeutic massage. People that come in, they would like to start there. And I think it's a great place to start. Um, you should already be getting, you should already have a massage practice. And if you don't leave that like sore body tight muscle shit back in 2017 and move forward into the new year with a regular massage practice, whether that's once a month or once a quarter or once a week, which is what I recommend. Don't let touch be so foreign to your body that when it happens, you nut immediately or you're, you're apprehensive or you have an anxiety attack or you have performance issues, all of this, you know, I have a client that I've been seeing for a few months and he's not able to have sex for two hours because now touch is not foreign to him. And there's no like major excitement going on. It's like when you work out, you know, I work, I've been working out nonstop for like the last 20 years. So when I get to the gym, I start sweating immediately because my body knows it's time to cool down. Right. Our body has an automatic response to certain, you know, to, to, to sensory and, and sex is one of those things that like, whoa, things are happening. This is the thing we like. Oh, dick is hard. Pussy's wet. Oh shit. I came already. Like we can move away from that with just something as simple as being touched more, being hugged more, um, expressing loving touch and experiencing loving touch. So some people come, there's a long way to say some people come for just therapeutic, um, or therapeutic in the beginning so that they know that I'm a real person. I look just like I look in my pictures and that I actually care and know what the hell I'm doing. 
Like, I did not pay $7,000 for massage school so that I can give a really shitty massage for the rest of my life. My clients are my clients, most of them for life. Like, I really feel like they don't go anywhere because no one else is going to treat them like I do. And that's, um, that's really it. So a typical day for me is letting someone experience the most love that they've experienced in their modern life. Um, I like for my sessions to feel like a giant hug. I want you to feel like I'm connected to you, that I'm listening to your body, that your body is responding to me. And I wait for it to allow me to do anything further. Each step is like that. Each session is like that, I should say. So, um, so yeah, there's a lot of phone calls. There are a lot of text messages. There are a lot of dick pics. It's not all glamour. Um, side note, men, stop sending pictures of your dick. No one wants to see it. Not on the phone. It's not cute. The most hetero of hetero of hetero women, which I am not, does not want to see a picture of your penis. Like, they're not attractive outside of the heat of the moment. Like, in the heat of the moment, like, yes, put that thing inside of me. But even then, there's a reason why it has a hole to go into. It's not the most beautiful part of the human body. Also, it's eye rape. Flashing someone in public, you would go to jail. You could go to jail if I sent your pictures to the police, but we're not going to do that because we don't want police involved. (laughs) However, the point remains, please stop. Just stop. Okay. Back on point. So, um, so yeah, there's a lot of phone calls, a lot of emails. I probably get, I don't know, 30 phone calls a day. I'd be generous if I said a hundred text messages a day and maybe 20 emails. I'd be totally cool if the email ratio went up. And the text message ratio went down. I hate text messages. All my friends know this. They'll text me and they'll be like, oh shit, let me just call her. because She's never going to text me back. Um, I try to text back as often as possible, but it's just rough. It's bad for your body. It's ergonomically incorrect. And my thumbs are really important to me. So... Any hoots, um, that's what an average day looks like for me at work. Touching people, texting people, and looking at pictures of penises that I did not ask for. All right, well, that's um, the only question I'm going to answer because I look at the clock and this is a long podcast. My goal is to do 15-minute podcasts in the future just so that we can stay engaged and pay attention. This one is pushing 30. So I'm going to wrap things up. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at massagehawaii, M-A-S-S-A-G-E, Hawaii, like the state, Google it, at gmail.com. You can also call me. Or you can go directly to ATL Tantra. That's ATL, like the airport code, and the word tantra.com. There, there's a host of information. My blog is there. Information about the upcoming classes there. Um, any events that I'm having. And also, there's always a host of pictures in my gallery. So you can gawk at me if you want. And you can give yourself a hand job. Thank you for listening to the Fix Your Sex podcast. I am your host, Amina, 
and I look forward to talking to you next time. Ahui ho.